Hey there, Amanda Smith here. Thanks so much for joining me on a brand new episode of How She Did It. As always, I'm so happy that you have decided to join us here on this podcast. Make sure after this episode is over, before you leave, you hit that subscribe button. That way you can come back each week and hang with us. So this week's guest was recently promoted to general manager of the Atlanta Hawks NBA G League affiliate, the College Park Skyhawks making her the first woman to become a general manager in the G League. She joined the organization three seasons ago and helped scout personnel as the manager of basketball operations, and she served as the Skyhawks' assistant GM last season. I'm so excited for you to get to hear this conversation with the inspiring Tori Miller. Take a listen. Welcome inside to How She Did It. Amanda Smith here with Tori Miller. I have to tell you, when I found out that you agreed to do this, I honestly was freaking out. I was so excited. Um, I just think you're so amazing. So thank you for agreeing to come on my show. No, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Excited to sit down and chat with you. I always say, you know, like people are like, play it cool. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I got a mouth show. <laughs> so. I first want to congratulate you on your promotion. You were recently promoted to general manager of the College Park Skyhawks. That is the Atlanta Hawks G League affiliate, making Tori the first woman to become a general manager in the G League. Before we talk about anything else, (laughs) of course, before we talk about anything else, though, I want to know, was managing a basketball team always something that you had wanted to do? Um, I'd say... You know, I'll take you back a little bit. Um, so my initial, uh, the first career that I thought I'd be working in is initially I wanted to be a sports agent. Um, so that's kind of what I did while I was in school. I interned for a sports agency from my, my um, sophomore year all the way through senior year. And then while I was interning at the sports agency, um, I kind of fell in love more so with the, the team side of, of, of basketball. And so from probably around my junior year, that's kind of when I switched gears to um, changing from wanting to be a sports agent um, to wanting to work in the front office. Is sports always something that you were drawn to when you were growing up? No, absolutely. Um, I played sports for, for as long as I can remember, outside, for teams, rec league, for my schools. Um, softball was my first love. Um, and then, you know, I started to play basketball um, younger when I was probably around, you know, eight or eight or nine, um, around that age. And then I've just been, you know, been, been around the game ever since then. You know, I was reading over an article where you said that your motivation is that you just believe in making the impossible possible. (laughs) Where does that unwavering sort of determination stem from? Um, you know, I've always I've always been a competitive person. Um, you know, I've always had drives. Like I said, growing up, I played sports since since as long as I for as long as I can remember. So, you know, I've always kind of always wanted to, to be the best. And you know, anything that I do, I try to put my best, give it my best effort. And um, you know, I think that that um translates into into the corporate world, into you know where I am today. Um, just always had a competitive drive and a competitive spirit. Um, and, and you know, it's always been a dream of mine. You know, to be a GM. Um, of a team, of a team one day, you know, my main, um, you know, 
uh, end goal is to be a GM of an NBA team, you know, but the opportunity to be a GM here in the G League is it's something that, you know, I couldn't even, you know, put into words. Um, it's something that I've strived for, you know, for a long time. And I think that, you know, each day, um, you know, I just wake up and attack the day the same way and just try to, to, to reach that goal. When you look at the course of your career and you maybe reflect on some of those moments, what would you say maybe stands out to you as like that first breakthrough feeling when you kind of felt the course of your professional life really starting to shift? Ah, uh, that, that's a good question because it's it's been it's, it's been quite a journey. Um, I can say once. Um, so I'll I'll take you back. Um, I started as an intern with the Phoenix Suns. Um, so I did that internship for two seasons. Um, and then after that um, internship ended, um, there wasn't any full-time opportunities for myself. So I kind of had to start over, um, you know, to try to make that jump from an intern to, to landing a full-time job, uh, you know, in the NBA. Um, so, you know, I started to send out my resume, portfolios, and, you know, samples of work to different teams, um, was, getting, was getting some traction, you know, interviewing with, with different teams. But I just wasn't able to, to make that next step um, and land a job. Um, so September rolled around, and I didn't have a – uh, a job for the upcoming year. So I was sitting at home and I'm thinking like I had to do something to kind of separate myself, um, you know, to, to make that next step. Um, so that season I decided to kind of do my own unpaid scouting. And for that year I, um, you know, scout G League games and I scout college games um, in the Atlanta area. And then from that experience, you know, I send my I send reports, I send monthly reports, G League reports to all 30 teams, uh, started to kind of build my network and, and get a lot of traction that way. And I think the, the moment when I was able to to just break through, um, you know, is when um, and I was in touch with Malik Rose. He was um, the manager of basketball operations here in Atlanta. And, you know, he mentioned that they were going to start um, their own G League team. So the Hawks are getting a G League team. It's going to be in Erie, the Erie Bayhawks. Um, and he had just been named general manager of the team. And so, um, you know, we had kept in contact throughout that whole that whole year when I was grinding it out, sending out reports and things of that nature. And so once he was named GM, he hired me as, as manager of basketball operations. So I think that moment, um, you know, after after that year of just grinding it out, trying to take that next step um, in my career and land a full-time job, I think that was my, my aha moment to like, wow, okay, I'm back in, and this time I, I want to, you know, I want to stay. When you are talking about, you know, the different positions you've held and, and working for different organizations and having different roles, what are some of the things that you were able to learn that you've now been able to use in this new position? I'd say going back even from when I was interning with the agency, um, you know, one of the things I was really able to learn there was player relations, just how to deal with players, how to talk to players, um, and kind of interact with them. Um, so that, I think, helped me uh, to prepare for when I have to talk to my players on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, so there's a seamless transition in terms of our interactions on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and then also when I was interning, kind of just learning how to be organized, for one. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, when you're an intern, you kind of – a lot of things are thrown your way. And, you know, you can't mess up, you know, because this is your chance, like, to make or break you. So just learning how to be organized um, and kind of present materials, uh, you know, to the GM the way that they that they want things presented to them and, you know, easy, easy to read and things of that nature. So I think those are some things that kind of helped me um, throughout my career. Um, and then also when I was a, I interned for the uh, WBCA, which is the Women's Basketball Coaches Association, and that was a sales and marketing internship. So I was able to kind of see the business side of basketball as well. And so I think those 
that experience also helped me in this role because I kind of have to bridge the, the, the gap between the business side, um, you know, and the basketball operations side. So I think just having that diverse skill set um, has kind of prepared me for, for my new role. Well, like I said, I'm such a huge fan of yours. I think you're just a straight boss. And I mentioned, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm a fangirl, oh, whatever. Uh, but I had mentioned, you know, you're the first woman to be a general manager of a G League team, so that also makes you the only right now. What do you hope that young girls and women who want to hold the title you do see when they look at you? Um, I hope that they see hope. Um, you know, I know when I was, when I was, you know, growing up and trying to make it in, in this industry, there weren't many that many women that were working on the team side and working, you know, in the basketball operations side and holding leadership roles. So for me, I didn't have any, anyone to, to, to look up to, to reach out to, to try to, if I was going through, you know, a tough situation or kind of just learn how to navigate this industry from a, from a female's perspective. So I, I hope that, you know, when they see me, they see someone that they can maybe, you know, look up to, reach out to, um, you know, I'm always wanting to pay it forward. So whenever young girls reach out to me on LinkedIn, whether it's an email, if they get my connect, my contact information from anyone else, I just want to be that olive branch, you know, someone that they, that they see that, you know, has made, made strides in their career and give them hope to keep going forward. And then you agree to do things like come on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think that, we are seeing more and more women in leadership roles, but there is still so much more progress to be made. I'm curious, where do you think it starts to push for more inclusivity and more diversity in these top roles? You know, I'm a firm believer in, you know, we have to be the change that we want to see. So it starts with us. It starts with people like myself, um, you know, to continue to, to strive, to, to, to attain those leadership roles, and that way we can open the door um, for future generations. Um, so it, it's easy to say that, hey, there's a quota that, you know, that needs to be met, you know, and things of that nature. But I think when when people put quotas on things, it's, it's, it's like, okay, we're putting people in positions just because, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but I think, you know, for us to truly make those inroads, um, you know, people like myself and other females that are leadership positions throughout the NBA, we have to do what we do and do do it at a high level and do a good job. And so, if we're able to do that, um, do our job and, and and do it at a um, do it at a high level and and do it well, then I think that it'll open the door for for future generations to come. I love it. All right, we've got a quick rapid fire game coming up. Getting okay. Getting to know you a little bit better. So I've got Uh-oh. thirty Uh-oh. seconds on my clock here. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. Whenever I say game. The immediate reaction is just, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, this is supposed to be fun. <laughs> All right, let me start my little timer here. Okay. So I've got the questions, you've got the responses. 30 seconds on the clock. Here we okay. go. Very first basketball memory. Oh my God. Yeah, that's just very painful for me. Um, so I'll tell you a quick story. I was playing softball at the time, and my coach, my softball coach, um, he invited me to come play with his daughter's AAU team, and so I came and I played. This was my very first time playing organized basketball. I played outside and things of that nature, so I, I come to the game, um, and I don't play. I stink. I sit on the bench, and it was just <laughs> a bad experience. Like, it was, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm so uh, uh, upset that you brought that up. <laughs> um, oh, man. You're was, like, I'm hanging up the phone. Why'd you have to do that? <laughs> 
it's a painful experience for me, but it was a great experience for me because I never set the bench ever again. After that year, I would just work my tail off outside all day, and that, that experience kind of helped me to um, become a better basketball player. <laughs> all right, because I am, you know, the boss of this show, I'm just going to ask a couple more questions. <laughs> okay. Changing the rules as we go. So, favorite sports team? Which, like, in all of all time? Of all time, of all sports favorite team or if it's not a team you could say player okay well i'll give since we're doing basketball the sacramento kings um i can't remember what what team it was maybe 2002 the year they lost to robert um robert in the western conference finals when robert ori hit the the um the game winner against them uh that was my favorite team with mike bibby bobby jackson vladi divock chris weber and that crew that that was my favorite team of all time all right i love it final one from me a goal you have for yourself Um, to, to to be the first uh, female general manager in the NBA. Yes. Yes. I can't wait till that happens. And I'm telling you, yes. Remember when she was on my show, y'all? Okay. We have some awesome fan questions for you. You're a very busy person. So I'm going to try to get to as many as we can in the time okay. we have together. So first up, Kay Lehman says, what has it been like so far working as the general manager since you have been with the team for quite some time? I'd say right now during the pandemic, it's been a little different um, only because we haven't been able to get into the gym. So typically on a daily basis, I'm in the gym, um, you know, around our players, uh, you know, being able to evaluate talent and things of that nature. So and during this time, it's been a lot of film work at home. It's been a lot of Zoom calls. Um, you know, still my phone is still, you know, ringing, you know, talking to agents and things of that nature. Um, but it has been a little different than, than years past. All right. Next up, we've got Tim Rushi. He says, what did you study when you were in school? Um, good question. I went to the University of Miami. Go Kane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> had to throw that in there. But, um, no, I studied uh, business. Uh, marketing, and then I had a uh, a minor in sports administration. This is a good lead into our next question. Okay. Uh, from B. Swu, because he would like to know what's a good first step for someone wanting to work in and around basketball operations. Um, that's a good question. Um, it's funny because kind of everyone, if you talk to different people, everyone's journey and their path is kind of different. Um, but I'd say um, the initial step was, is to try to land an internship um, within a basketball operations department, whether that's if you want to be a coach, whether it's on the video in the front, um, you know, in the video room or things of that nature. If you want to work on the front office, um, I'd say an internship is a good way to kind of get your foot in the door um, and kind of learn a little land and learn like what are you, what you're good at, you know, what you're not good at, and, and find out what you do like, and then um, kind of go from there. We kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but maybe we can go into some more detail. Uh, okay. Kath W. says, how have you been able, as you've moved forward in your career, to build your network? I'd say the the, the biggest um, way I've been able to build my network is when I was actually looking for a job. Um, and yeah. I'd say the, the best advice I can give you is when you're – reaching out to different different um, teams or different front office personnel is don't start off with, hey, you have a job, you know, um, because that's, that's, <laughs> easy, that's an easy way for, you know, people to kind of overlook the email. But just introduce yourself and kind of, you know, say, hey, 
instead of saying, hey, you know, is there a job? Hey, can we chat for a little bit? Can I learn a little bit about a little bit more about you, what you do on a daily basis? And I, I found that, you know, when I was, you know, going through this process, you know, trying to land a, trying to land a full-time job, most of my interviews and most of my job opportunities came from just casual conversations when I um, was at, were at a game and I ran into a scout and I, we were sitting and we started to have a conversation or an informal conversation. Or I sent an email and said, hey, here's a sample of work of mine, um, you know, not necessarily asking for a job, but, you know, check this out. If you like it, um, you know, I'd love to have some feedback and things of that nature. So I think, you know, showing that you're, you know, number one series, sending samples of work is always, um, you know, a good way to kind of build your network and kind of grow. And then also just having those casual conversations, um, I think, is, is a good way to, um, to network. I usually like to end my podcast by asking whoever my guest is this question. Um, because to me, my show is about, uh, you know, empowering one another and yeah. not just lifting each other up, but also, you know, remembering to celebrate yourself a little bit. So what is something you are proud of yourself for? That's a really good question because I always say, someone was just telling me the other day I need to celebrate myself more because I Oh, well, this. you're being forced to do it now. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, I'd say this moment here, um, just having the opportunity to be the first female um, general manager um, of the NBA G League, you know, I throughout this whole, this whole these past three or four weeks, um, you know, since the news has been released, it's truly been humbling for myself because, um, you know, like I said a few minutes ago, I'm always just a worker. Like, I just put my head down and work. Um, but just to see, you know, the, the impact that I've been able to have on young girls' lives in this short period of time, um, you know, it, it's been truly a humbling experience. And I think I'm most proud of, you know, being able to be a pioneer for young women and, and open the doors uh, for future generations to come. To have you in this role, like you're saying, does give so much hope to those who want to be in the same position someday. So like I said, I think you're absolutely amazing. Thank, <laughs> Thank you so you. much for making time to be on my show. It was so fun to get to know a little bit more about you and your story. No, thank you for having me, Amanda. Next time I'm out in Salt Lake City, I'll be sure to uh, to reach out. Oh, you better. I'll show you all the first. I got you. <laughs> all right, sounds good. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. For Tori Miller, I'm Amanda Smith. We'll catch you next time on How She Did It. <laughs>